Hi, I am SB Roz. I'm a coach and a messy whole human. And this is Coach Lee Hopkins joining me for another All Up In It conversation. 35-ish minutes of reporting from the complicated, exhilarating midst of learning. Coach Lee, thank you for joining me today. I'm just really excited to have this conversation with you. Thank you. I'm really delighted to be here, SV. I'm ready to get into it. Great. Well, how I like to start these conversations is by asking you, how do you understand yourself as a human these days? Well, you know, I really I had my whole thing about how I understand myself as a human, but I like this messy thing that you yeah, mess of a human. I really like that idea. <laughs> that's how I understand myself as a, a bit of a connected person and a bit of a disconnected. Like I, I tend to see myself in other people, which is really great. And then I also see these differences and myself and these other people and communicating the gaps and discovering the differences is kind of where I see myself and how I understand myself these days is there's a gap in how we communicate and there's a gap in what I hear and what I understand and what I interpret from what people say and and vice versa when I say those things to other people there's an understanding that I'm trying to to share that is kind of missed and it's interesting and, and fun I'm finding these days to look into that what is that gap what's that thing that's missing that perhaps doesn't connect us and disconnects us at the same time. Mm, beautifully said. Yes, absolutely. And gosh, isn't that so much a part of the work that you and I do as coaches is, is exploring mm -hmm. those gaps, both interpersonally, which you do beautifully, like that's really a focus of what you do. And I can imagine that um, to even in your work, which is so interpersonally focused that the internal gaps are are enormously relevant is that a fair assumption of me absolutely stunning yes <laughs> <laughs> yes absolutely it's like i don't know what i'm not i don't know what i don't know and i don't know how i'm how to communicate what i'm feeling i, I think i find that that is a personal experience i don't know how to communicate what i'm feeling and i also find that other people they don't know what it is that they are communicating or or how they're feeling to communicate that and that's that i feel like that's that internal gap that's to kind of help uncover as they talk it out with us mm -hmm. yes yes absolutely well so i'm curious if that's relevant to or different from what you're all up in the midst of learning these days yeah, it is absolutely relevant. <laughs> of course, it's like the, it's one, it's the thing that's on my mind about uh, how I'm communicating to people, and it's definitely related to this experience where I, I've had this fairly recently these few months. I've run into people in which I have shared something that was really important to me, and really truthful and honest and open, and they were stunned by it and um i was really surprised by their response they were stunned and they didn't like it and i felt completely rejected they, they had some response to it i'm like ouch that yeah. hurt that hurts what am i saying to you first i, I got to go inside what am i what did i say to you yeah. <laughs> that that make you that made you respond or you responded in this way what what was that and so i had to go check in with myself first to to deal with the emotional uh pain that came from mm, 
not being received as I, I wanted. And then I have to check and see what did I say? Did I, did I misinterpret or was I, is there something that I was trying to portray that didn't make sense to them? Was it them? Mm-hmm. And looking at that space. And so I'm really spending a lot of time doing that and finding that it's going to be very helpful in my own personal connections. Oof, gosh, I like I feel that one. Like I just I think we've probably all had experiences of our communication not being received um, in the way we want and mm. or the way we anticipated. And and then like the um presence that it takes to step back and say, okay, what are my feelings and what are they telling me? Versus like, what the hell's wrong with that other person? <laughs> exactly. Because <laughs> <Right? laughs> when you're in it, when you're in there, it's it takes some time and patience to catch yourself from like, ah, yeah. <laughs> do what I or listen to me or you didn't respond. What's wrong with you? I said the words the right way. You heard them wrong. <laughs> you heard them wrong. And so we have to, I, I want to especially be mindful because it's a, and I, I find that different layers of relationships require a difference of it. Like a, I found that, um, people who are closer to me, there was more of an expectation for you to understand what I'm saying and respond the way I want you to. Mm-hmm. But people who may, I may be coaching with, I'm like, okay, I get it. We're, we're not that close or I don't have that quite an expectation of you to understand. There's probably a gap. But when we're closer together, I imagine that you know what I mean when I say the same, the words because you've been around me long enough. Like this is the word and it means this thing. And both you and I, we've been around me saying this word and use this way that you understand how I'm using it. Mm-hmm. And so yes. when, when it doesn't happen, it's like, you messed up. <laughs> <laughs> you messed up. But the reflection really, it's on me to to, to recognize like, oh, that hurt. Why? And, oh, okay, then check my communication and come back and see where this big gap is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. You're, you're reminding me of a friendship that I had that ended long, long ago. And after 11 years of friendship, she said to me, well, I guess I didn't know you as well as I thought I did. And it hurt so much in the moment. And then my mother said, well, like, clearly she didn't. And I was like, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. And it was like, okay, at that point in some way, do you know what I mean? Like, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm. So as you're as you're navigating this and you've been checking in with yourself, what have you been what are you in the thick of learning? Is it about the relationship with yourself? Is it about communication? Is it the whole package? It is the whole package. Um definitely starting with myself and checking those emotions because I I certainly subscribe to the belief that if I'm feeling all my feelings, then I don't have any space for anybody else to feel their feelings. And I if I I'm not able to know what they're feeling or at least understand or have have a a grasp of it. I won't be able to connect and communicate with them. Well, I'm just going to be in my own little bubble with my own feelings. Mm -hmm. So certainly that turning it down a bit, turning it down, those intense feelings. And then I have a book that I have right next to me called uh, verbal judo. Oh, cool. Uh, The gentle art of persuasion. And so on the back they talk, there's, there's five things. Um, so I want to, I, as far as the communication piece goes, it says people need to feel to be respected. That's one thing of the five, the universal truths of human interaction. People need to feel respected. Of course, people would rather be asked than be told. 
people have the desire to know why, people prefer to have options over threats, and people want to have a second chance. Mm -hmm. And so keeping those things in mind, like I have to go away from that person and all my feelings and to do some verbal judo, mm -hmm. learning some of these things, because it's going to help me communicate better. There's something I don't know about what I've communicated, I think. Mm -hmm. And so I want to discover it and see if that's true. And then return with that second chance. So mm. I'm definitely learning this. Oh my gosh. When I, when I project into that, I can, I know myself well enough to know that like, there would be a lot of, a lot of what you just read would be relevant to my relationship with myself. Like that there would be a part of me that would want to criticize or judge or threaten myself. And that like, is that a thing for you? Yeah. Like, oh man, I said something. It's my fault that they're so upset. You know, there's there's a there's so many feelings that come in there. I can certainly point at them, but mm -hmm. then if I'm looking at just myself, oh, I said the thing, and I was too open or I was too vulnerable. Well, then, and I'll go back and like, no, no, you weren't. You're you're supposed to be close, so you're supposed to say those kind of things to each other, whatever it is. You're supposed to supposed to be open and vulnerable, and so they're wrong. And then no, maybe you just said it the wrong way. So the this fighting myself mm -hmm. um yeah being in that space ah oh, that's just so uh that's so relatable to me and and I'm one I'm curious what you've been learning or if this feels relevant to you about the um, the way self-responsibility and like I'm thinking self-responsibility and boundaries and like self-compassion like is that an intersection that you think about or work at what do you mean when you say self-responsibility I mean, I, that's how I, that's the words that came up when I heard you saying like owning your own feelings and being curious about them and, and like it rather than like going right to the other person and like, well, you should listen better or you should know me better. Right. Like I see that as an act of self-responsibility. Mm -hmm. yes. would you? How would you describe that? Oh, I just haven't heard the terms that I would describe it like that as well. Self-responsibility. I believe that, that I I'm only responsible for my actions and behaviors. And it makes me a more powerful person to be able to hold space for other people if I can do this self-responsibility thing. And so the way I'm looking at it is that there's an opportunity, of course, for me to learn more about myself. I'm on this journey to discover more about who I am and how I respond to different situations. And the universe has presented me an opportunity to change this pattern of behavior that usually happens with me. And so I have a responsibility to do it. And the pattern that I've recognized and all the connections, the close ones that I've had is that I would share something really important to me. And they're like, I don't know this person. Who mm -hmm. who shared, who, who are you? Because it's a new layer of me. Mm -hmm. Like I didn't share this with them. And they're like, who are you? That's weird. And I'm like, I'm still me. But yeah. no, we've crossed this road and then you can't go back. And usually one person or I run away because it's just like, I feel rejected. I run away. And and they also kind of just disappear too, where I feel the, the pieces of rejection. Mm -hmm. And in this point, the universe has kind of said, yeah, this is a pattern. You can run away or you can kind of sit with these feelings and understand yourself more and try to communicate this piece again. If you'd like to don't run away, don't try and change for them either. Mm -hmm. 
maybe accept there's so many options, maybe accept that this is something that they don't want to talk about and they don't want to see this part of you. Can you be okay with that? Mm -hmm. Just being more mindful of answering these questions fully without just freaking out and being like, I don't don't like me. (laughs) And I go and I run away like I I normally do. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Those those moments can be so incredibly painful. How do you what helps you navigate that? That discomfort. That was a great question. (laughs) (laughs) That breathing, breathing, because I felt it come up again, like, oh, definitely getting it out, Mm -hmm. uh, just out of my head and to somewhere else, breathing it, um, breathing with it, sitting with it, but definitely space away from the thing that I feel has caused the the pain in the first place, the rejection point in the first place, and trying to create some space between it, whether it's with breathing, whether it's with writing it out, whether it's with talking it out, uh, just moving away from it, getting some more more space and being able to analyze it. Because if it's in my face, I'm feeling it too much and there's, there's not too much I can do, um, but be angry mm-hmm. and reject like- it. Yeah. It sounds like a really profound kind of self-care to me. Is that what it feels like to you? Yeah, I really enjoy the way you describe these <laughs> words, that describe these experiences that, you know, there really isn't language for. Like, mm-hmm. I don't have the language for, rather, or that I don't hear quite often. Like, we, we hear self-care, but people might look at their nails and think, oh, you know, I went to the spa and I got my nails did. Right. That's self-care. Right. but the way you describe it, I think it is really powerfully important to note as part of I'm taking that with me and I'm going to use it in my communication. (laughs) Yes, yes, yes. Oh my goodness. You know, something that I've thought about a lot, Coach Lee, is is coaching as, for me at least, and and I've experienced you this way, though you and I are pretty new to each other's lives and it's exciting to be getting to know you better. Um, but I experience coaching as a process of like, I learn and then I share it in my coaching practice or with other coaches or wherever, but like I share and then I learn something in the process of sharing. Um, and then I share that back out. Right. And so there's this like, learn, share, learn, share, learn, share cycle. And, you know, given that your coaching practice is so focused on friendship and intimacy and in that way, I, is that what it feels like to you as you're exploring your own relationships and with yourself and with your friends? Yeah, absolutely. I really enjoy this coaching because I have an opportunity to really be conscious of that. That the person who is talking to me, I can share what I learned and they can share what they learned and I will learn from what they share. We have the cycle that continues on. And the, in my experience, just walking through the world before I decided that I'm going to do this coaching business, I started to realize that I was doing that with other people but they weren't quite willing participants to sit down with me and to share their experiences in the way that we were like discovering what we're learning about each other, specifically about our friendships and being intimate with other people and sharing things that are important to us, making those connections. And it's really awesome to be able to sit down with a coaching client or with another coach who is conscious of this really going out to discover specifically what it is about my relationships that 
I want to talk about, or I, or I don't know, or I'm confused about, and I can share my experiences that just happen to be, I've been through that. And this is what I've learned. And um, they'll go out and they'll apply it, or maybe they won't apply it mm-hmm. and they'll discover something and they'll share again with me. So we get the cycle of I'm learning and they're learning and we're learning together. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. That's, you know, that, um, that depth of sharing that you just alluded to and um, strikes me as, and I don't quite have the language for it because it's a, it's a budding thought based on what you just said, but um, strikes me as really, really relevant to the nature of, of forming and nurturing friendships and what we're craving as individuals. Right. Do you, um, do you consider yourself more, do you put yourself more on the introvert side of the spectrum? Uh, I always have trouble with introvert and extrovert. Uh, I would say no. I would say more of an extroverted person. Mm-hmm. I I would, if I went to a party, I would probably observe mm-hmm. and to see who I'd want to connect with. I wouldn't, probably wouldn't jump into a conversation. I imagine that's an extroverted behavior, but I will engage in conversation. Mm-hmm. And the thing that motivates me to engage in conversation is remi- reminding myself of there's some purpose for me to be here. Mm. And the purpose is to discover more about myself. And I already kind of know how it feels to stand on the wall in the room with a bunch of people who are talking to each other. I already know how that feels. Maybe try something different. And that's the motivation that'll get me to start doing something. So I don't know if that's <laughs> extra- oh, I love how you said that. Yeah. <laughs> introverted or extroverted, but I have been known to do karaoke and I don't know. <laughs> Is that an extroverted behavior? <laughs> like, you know, it, it, those are just as as any label is, right? It's meant to be a shortcut to a, a an array of traits. Um, and mm-hmm. you're getting to something much more interesting to, to my way of thinking, which is that what you just said was, um, gosh, I love how you said that, uh, that, you know, you know what it's like to stand on the wall and watch conversations happen. All right, you've got that information. Now let's try something else and gather new information. Mm-hmm. And and that the desire to learn more about yourself is a motivator. And, and is that is that the motivator that gives you the courage to go have the conversations? Like, Absolutely. Absolutely. Above all of anything that I do, I think that I'm on a never ending journey. Well, never ending. Whenever I'm done with this body, I'm on a journey to discover more about me and myself. And when I put myself in situations, I get an opportunity to do so. And part of the joy of of being in different places or just being here is discovering what that new opportunity is. So what could it be? Talking to this person, talking to that person. Maybe I'll say something random and weird and maybe I'll talk about the weather or maybe I'll talk about the sports team or maybe I'll say an interesting fact I open up the conversation with that the discovery is to to see what happens when mm-hmm. I do it yeah yeah and oh I love that I love to think in in the um format of experiments and it sounds like you live in the format of experiments too I do yes I yeah. do <laughs> <laughs> I think there's a real, have you always lived in experiments or is that something you cultivated? That's something I cultivated. I went to uh, therapy maybe five, five years ago, been therapy, uh, group therapy. And that was one of the things I, we talked about um, uh, the behavioral therapy. Like uh, I can't, I can't for some uh, cognitive behavioral therapy. That's mm-hmm. what it is. 
And it was the first kind of therapy that really helped me bring out my feelings and my actions, describe those two together. And they always, the leader always encouraged experimenting to see what you'd say, to see how people respond. And it was mostly because I was dating somebody at the time and we just got into these huge fights and mm -hmm. I wanted to stop fighting. I just didn't know how. Yeah. And so they said, well, just be intentional and experiment with some things and see what happens. And uh, I'll never forget, like, I woke up in the middle of the fight and woke up means that I understood a little more about myself. Mm -hmm. So we're arguing. I forget what it was about. I don't even know. But I just remember trying to think about why we were mad, why I was mad. I just could not. I'm like, why am I mad? What? Yeah. And everything that they were saying to me, I knew they were saying words but it turned down. I couldn't really hear them. And I just started focusing on what, what am I mad? And I'm like, huh, I don't even know why I'm mad at you. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know why. And then the experiment came where, all right, we usually fight. And oh, they said something crappy to me. Dang, I really want to tell them something. But you know what? I'm just going to leave. I don't yeah. know what's going to happen, but I didn't do that before. So I'll just leave. Yeah. And that was the beginning of me doing more experiments because I was like, wow, I didn't even know I could do that. <laughs> <laughs> wow. What a moment, right? That you can look at this specific moment in your life and, and really see your own transformation and your own um, awareness just like, like go into a new level. Yeah. I, I am so, I love the way you said that. <laughs> it brings me a lot of joy to hear that. So yeah, I'm like, yeah, it does. Like, That's extraordinary. Thank you. Um, what are, so I'm hearing, I'm hearing um, this really deep commitment to learning yourself and to presence as being a motivator for you. And I'm hearing this really profound self-care as being a tool that you use. What are, what are some other internal or external tools that aid you in your learning curves? Oh, um, external tools so perhaps watching other people mm. that's one of the things that i like to do is to see what other people had experienced and putting that into action so perhaps watching oh tiktok so tiktok was huge in helping me understand more about myself and it's because the way tiktok works is that it just gives you information that you, well, it worked for me that I didn't know that I needed, that I didn't know that I wanted. And mm -hmm. suddenly I'm like clicking like on something that, oh, that, that seems kind of interesting. Mm -hmm. And then I get this whole profound piece on spiritual journey and, I'm, and there's more of it and there's lots and there's lots more of it. And so TikTok has been really great. People have been talking about their own experiences and that has helped me feel less alone mm -hmm. and also you know, people are out there doing their own experiments. So that, that makes me feel less alone as well. It gives me some courage or yeah, the loan piece is really, really what's important there. And some things to try and experiment with. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, that has been something that TikTok has been. And then I would like to say journaling, but one thing that I rarely journal, I really prefer to talk it out. Mm -hmm. It's like talk and talk and talk it out. Yeah. So I talk um, on my podcast. I do that. Mm -hmm. I talked to, I talked in and I'm like, when I listen back, I'm like, oh, huh. 
Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I could just do that. And then I just kind of talk out loud to myself too. Like, it's just like, it's just the way that I absorb information. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I loved the look on your face when you mentioned journaling. I, I personally find journaling exhausting. Like I do it every once in a while, but like, it's, it's not my go-to either. Right. And, um, and yet there's such a big should around it in our world and mm-hmm. our coaching, I think in our broader world, but especially in our coaching world, I, I don't know about you, but I have clients all the time who are like, I know I should be journaling. I'm like, journal or don't journal, like, you know, like find your way. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so relieved that you said that because I had felt this, a bit of it too come at me as I said it. And I, I believe you noticed that like, oh man, journaling, it's like not my it's exhausting for me as well. I like to talk it out rather. So it's refreshing to hear you kind of validate that for me. Thank you. I think those of us who are committed to experimenting, you know, we, we create more possibility for ourselves. And that's, uh, I think that's in that realm for me. Like, okay, what's the actual possibility here? Right. (laughs) Yes. 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 (laughs) Actually. Yes. Oh, Wow. I love yeah. this. I'm getting so much life from this. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> I'm so glad we're doing this. Um, and actually, I want to I want to just take a moment and just say, um, following you, and I've been following you for some months now, and I and I follow you on LinkedIn, and I I get your newsletter, and and I really have seen. I hadn't thought about it this way until this conversation, but I, like I've really seen firsthand the level of experimenting that you do and not only that you do for yourself, but that you invite your community into. Yeah. You're just Mm. constantly hosting different things and creating programs and saying like, let's, let's connect as humans. Like that's what I feel when I read your newsletter or see you on LinkedIn. I just feel like you're just constantly inviting me to connect as a human being with you and, and to a broader community. And I just think that's such a gift that you have. And, and I'm curious too, is that something that, that has come naturally to you or is that a cultivated skill? Um, That's really beautiful to say. I do want people to be connected. And if I could just grab everybody's hands and put them together, put them together. <laughs> Let's all just, we are the world. <laughs> the, the, the gift of it, the natural gift, I I think it's something that I'm uncovering mm-hmm. as something that I wanted to do because most of my life I've been searching and been disconnected and been alone, felt very alone and felt very afraid uh, to share and to be around people, although I really wanted to. Mm-hmm. And if I'm thinking back on it now, even when I wasn't very conscious of trying to create connections, people would do things and they would follow me. They would they would follow the kind of things that I did. Mm-hmm. So, wow, this is really interesting because I went back to like, I don't know, I'm like <laughs> 10 years old in gym class and we're doing, and this is in the 90s, so mm-hmm. the 1900s. <laughs> <laughs> We, I'm thinking about this and we're doing, uh, we're jumping, we're, they're, they're, they're fitness tests and mm-hmm. we have to jump. We have to just kind of see how far we can jump. That's a thing that we did in our fitness test. And before I would jump, I would do something like a double jump. I would, I would jump, I would do a small hop and then I would jump farther. And then after I did it, everybody else did it too. 
<laughs> and I, I, I think about this and as I get older, some people would kind of hang out with me and mm -hmm. follow some of the trends that I did. And what one really sticks out to me is when I moved to California, I did organized um, karaoke. So I mentioned karaoke a bit here before, mm -hmm. but I organized uh, Central Valley karaoke. I lived in the Central Valley of California. And uh, there was like 200 people who followed the Facebook page. And when I went out to places, people saw me and they knew who I was. And I wasn't the most extravagant singer. I was just a person who just wanted to connect with people. Mm -hmm. And now I'm doing that with much more intentionality, yeah. I think, much more intentionality. So there's no doubt that I'm going to bring more people together because I think that it's probably really something that if I could answer your question finally, it's like, yeah, it is something that comes to me naturally. Mm -hmm. And now I'm doing it with intention. I love that. And that's so interesting. And I had no intention to tie that into a conversation my wife and I had this morning, but we had that conversation this morning about like our innate, our innate traits, that are inborn traits and like if and how we first recognize them and then choose to build them. Mm. Right. And, and neither of those are givens, right? We may never, you may have never recognized that about yourself, but you did. Right. And then once you recognize that you're like, oh, let's keep going with this. Like, this is pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. That is so interesting. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I, I, I feel like, uh, I believe that it was your, your question that brought that realization to me like oh yeah I've always been doing this mm -hmm. and now it's more intentional than oh, I that? just realizing that yeah neat oh that's so cool so there's this internal drive just like you've got quite an internal motor <laughs> like, <laughs> go do this thing <laughs> oh coach Lee I would I would love to uh learn so much more with and about you and I hope and I'm sure I will have more opportunities in the future however but it's time for me to ask you one of our wrap-up questions here at All Up In It, as though there is a team of us, there is you and I, and hopefully all the people who will be inspired by this conversation. But um, one of the things I like to invite is that you highlight an organization that's meaningful to you, a nonprofit or an organization. And I wonder if one came to mind. Oh, uh, yes. So as I mentioned, TikTok has been something else. It's been amazing for me. And uh, there was one that I come across called The Block. There's this guy named Jabile Cannon. Uh, he organizes teens on the Chicago's West Side um, to help them with education, boxing. So it's about boxing, though. He brings them together for boxing and provides mentorship. They provide, I think, a holistic look at life, like academic support. And it is an absolutely amazing, amazing organization. I really was drawn by to him by the way he talked about, you know, people and providing for youth and understanding and connection. And I really believe that because I, I work so much in this emotional space, I believe that when he's out there helping youth do something with his emotional energy that they have been unseen and unheard and are angry mm -hmm. and put it into something, transform it into something that they desire yeah it's very very empowering All without right. really speaking it the way i'm talking about it he just gives them the tools to do so and i had watched this person's testimonial about how their brother had been uh they had lost their brother mm -hmm. and they were just angry mm -hmm. and they came to the block 
And he was around kids who were angry too, mm -hmm. but they learned how to channel it and to turn it into something else. And being around those people, never have seen that, have seen that before, watching them be like, I had terrible circumstances too. And look what I've done. Mm -hmm. I've created this amazing thing. He was like, hmm, yeah. I'm going to do that too. Yeah. yeah. I was like, <laughs> yes, 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 yes. <laughs> so it is the block in Chicago. Mm -hmm. You have to check it out. B-O-L-L-C. Mm, the thank block. you. I had mm. chills go up my arm and back the top of my head. That was so like, <laughs> oh, that's so exciting. And you know what it made me think was that we talk a lot these days, fortunately, about how much representation matters. And often we're talking about ethnicity and sexuality and gender identity and these kinds of things. But this representation of how to be with our emotions and the possibility of utilizing our emotions in a in a really powerful way was not something I had thought about until this very moment. So gosh, that's just so beautiful and inspiring. Thank you so much. Yes, thank you for having me. This has been wonderful. Yes, it has. And gosh, to everybody who is watching, I just invite you to find Coach Lee online. All the links are gonna be in the description. Follow on LinkedIn, follow him on his newsletter and check out all, oh my gosh, the programs that you have going. There's so many opportunities to connect and Absolutely. I hope everybody will just um, get, get in touch. Um, and you coach Lee and to myself and to anybody who's watching, I wish us all ease and joy in the midst of whatever we're learning. <laughs>